We've got lots more Le'Veon Bell fallout, including the details of the Steelers' final offer and whether his replacement is already on the roster. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Everyone in Pittsburgh is still trying to process all the shockwaves from the Steelers failing to reach a deal with star running back Le'Veon Bell. First, it's clear both sides dearly wanted to reach an agreement. Based on reports of the Steelers' final offer, the team stretched as far as it could to try to meet Bell's demands. The Steelers offered a $70 million five-year deal. There was no word on how much of that was guaranteed. Bell had asked for as much as $17 million a year. The Steelers' offer came in somewhere in the $14 million per year range. Now he will play under the franchise tag at $14.5 million, and if he stays healthy, Bell should break the bank in free agency in 2019. Kevin Gorman writes on Trib Live that the Steelers played Bell's contract dilemma correctly refusing to shell out a small fortune for a running pack position that is not highly valued in the NFL. He writes, quote, Bell overestimated not just his value, but his position. Bell should have seen the writing on the wall. The Steelers showed their priorities in the past two drafts, selecting receivers in the second round in Juju Smith-Schuster and James Washington while selecting running backs in the third and fifth rounds, Gorman writes. The Steelers will have Bell for one more season, and Le'Veon is promising to make 2018 his best yet for the Steelers. Still, his inevitable departure raises the question of whether anyone currently on the roster can take his place in the Steelers' offense. As the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reports, there is James Conner returning for his sophomore season after a knee injury cut short his rookie campaign. Conner averaged 4.5 yards per carry on 32 attempts, but never had more than five rushes in any game. Also, Conner's pass blocking was considered highly suspect last season. 2018 will be a pivotal year for Connor if he wants to be Bell's heir apparent. Enter Jalen Samuels, selected in the fifth round out of NC State. The intriguing rookie has a diverse skill set, averaging 6.1 yards per carry over a four-year college career. He also averaged 65 catches and had more than 500 yards receiving in each of his past three college seasons. The Post-Gazette notes, all this makes him an interesting prospect for picking up where Bell leaves off in both the running and catching the ball in the Steelers' offense. Other contenders in the Steelers' ground game include Stephen Ridley, Fitzgerald Toussaint, Jarvion Franklin, and James Summers. But Alex Kazora with SteelersDepot.com, says replacing Bell isn't just about finding a good runner or a pass catcher out of the backfield. 
It's locating an elite receiver, a great blocker, and someone who fits into every formation, scheme, and offensive concept the Steelers have. A player who plays 90% of the time and whose QB has total trust in him. Kazora puts the odds of finding all that in one year and in one guy as very low indeed. Kazora concludes, quote, These are the two things I know about Le'Veon Bell. 2018 is his last season in Pittsburgh, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are undeniably worse without him, unquote. Strong words indeed from a veteran Steelers watcher. Of course, we'll all be watching how this unfolds throughout the coming training camp and throughout the 2018 season, seeing if anyone can emerge to fill Le'Veon Bell's very big shoes in the Steelers' offense. Now for a truly sad note to a very sad Steelers story. Steelers drafts have been storied for finding so much talent over the years, but the team's 1983 draft will always be remembered for a twin tragedy. Yes, the Steelers let Dan Marino go by them and fall to the Miami Dolphins. In doing so, they picked defensive lineman Gabriel Rivera out of Texas. In truth, Rivera was a monster who could have loomed large in the Steelers' rebuilding defense for a decade or more. Instead, he was paralyzed in an auto accident before training camp even started. Rivera's personal tragedy and the Steelers' draft tragedy would coincide with a decade or more of uncharacteristic misfires and mediocrity until a young coach named Bill Cower came in and revitalized the team and the town beginning in the 1992 season. The tragedy that was the Gabe Rivera story extends to this week. As Ed Bouchette of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reports, the former number one pick, who was paralyzed from the neck down back in 1983, has died. Gabe Rivera was 57, and there will always be a hollow space in every Steelers fan's heart of a certain age for the sad story that was Gabe Rivera. Rest in peace. That is the Steelers update for now. Come back daily for the latest on the black and gold and sign up for the podcast out on Amazon Alexa. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for real-time Steelers news.